Welcome to Opening the Door, Opportunities for U.S. Immigration with Attorney Nadine Heights. Hello, this is episode number one of my podcast, Opening the Door, Opportunities for U.S. Immigration, and I'm Nadine Heights. I'm an immigration lawyer in Lake Worth Beach, Florida, and this first episode is all about the Biden immigration plan, what will happen next. So many of you may have already heard that President Biden did bring forward a new immigration bill that would offer a path to citizenship for millions of people here in our country. Uh, Now, why is this so important? Well, I think we've been waiting for immigration reform for so many years now. I remember back when President Bush first announced some type of immigration reform and everybody in the immigration law community got excited and thought that it was gonna happen. Nothing happened, along came other presidents, nothing happened, and even with President Obama, he tried to enact some legislation and put forward some executive orders. Uh, I mean, he did get DACA, which is great, but you know, there just wasn't enough. So now finally, hopefully we are going to have a new immigration plan. And I just wanted to share with you some of the highlights of the bill that has been put forward. We really don't know what's going to happen if and when this will be enacted. It could be that there are going to be many smaller immigration bills, kind of uh, offshoots of this, and maybe those will be done piecemeal. We will wait and see. But I think the biggest, uh, biggest part of this is really what everybody is looking for is getting people who have been here for a long time some type of way to work legally and eventually get a green card. I mean, think about it. If people have been here a long time, maybe they came here, who knows how. They could have, um, you know, come here and overstayed their visa. Uh, There's many different ways people came and stayed. And most of these people are not going back. They're working under the shadows. They have no status and sometimes they're taken advantage of. So this uh, this new type of status that President Biden is proposing is called lawful prospective immigrant status. And of course, we're going to start nicknaming that LPI. <laughs> we always like these acronyms, right? And the nice thing about this is if someone is going to get this type of lawful prospective immigrant status, uh, they could actually be able to work and travel right away. They would eventually be able to get a green card. So this status is not giving everybody a green card right away. It's going to thoroughly vet the people that will apply. And if they qualify, then they could get a green card after five years. And of course, having a green card then leads to 
getting naturalized and becoming a citizen. So it's not like it's instant citizenship for everybody. And it's not even an instant green card for everybody. And as I said, these people will be thoroughly vetted. So for example, you would not qualify if there were criminal issues, if there were, you know, uh, national security issues, things like uh, some of the things on the list here, smuggling, draft dodging, international child abduction, uh, even renunciation of US, uh, your US citizenship to avoid taxes. So those kinds of things would uh, would disqualify you from getting this type of status. Uh, now, who would be eligible? Well, it looks like the way the bill stands now, if you were here since January 1st, 2021, then you may be eligible. So for people that are here now since that time frame, um, you know, hopefully they would be eligible. So this is something that everybody has been long, long waiting for, and hopefully will happen. Um, one of the other things is people who already have DACA, which is Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, and also people who already have TPS, which is Temporary Protective Status. For those people, really, uh, all they can do is legally work here. They can't get a green card through that type of status. They are very limited in some of the things they can do. So people with that status, with DACA and TPS, according to this proposed bill, would also be able to qualify for this LPI status. And they would even have a, a faster track to getting a green card. And they would have other benefits like qualifying for a government-backed mortgage, uh, you know, even being eligible for Medicaid and, uh, you know, some other possible benefits. So this is something that would be really, really important for these people. And for my clients, especially, I have a lot of clients from Haiti who are here on TPS. TPS is something that was granted to Haitians who were here already when the devastating earthquake took place many years ago. And, um, you know, TPS is a temporary status that the government gives to certain people that were affected by war or natural disasters in their home country and allows them to stay here and legally work and they would be protected from de being deported. So for those types of people, I know my clients uh, who have TPS from Haiti would be ecstatic if there were a way that they could be on a path to getting a green card after being here for so long. So that's really, really exciting. Um, some of the other things in this bill that I think are interesting are, uh, you know, looking at how we handle the whole naturalization process, which is when somebody who's already got a green card becomes a U.S. citizen. As you may know, there's a test given to these people of uh, basically 100 questions all about geography and civics and history. And one of the recommendations is that the civics test would not be needed if you went to high school in the United States. So that's kind of interesting. Um, the other important thing is when people are petitioning for family members to come here. So let's say you are a U.S. citizen and your parents are living in your home country and you want to bring them here. That's considered an immediate relative. 
But there's other types of categories that are not considered immediate relatives. And one of those is if you are just a green card holder and your child is married, and also if you're just a green card holder and your child is, um, let's see, what does it here say? Spouses, children of green card holders, right. So let's say you have a child and you're a green card holder. You would think that that would be considered an immediate relative category, right? I mean, isn't your child an immediate relative? Well, according to the way immigration law is now, no. You could still petition for your child and bring your child here, but it's not considered an immediate relative. So these are some of the things that they want to fix. They want to change some of these family categories to make it more sense and to encourage family reunification. And the big thing here with this bill is also that they would try to repeal these three and 10 year bans from being able to sponsor your family members. That is really huge because if you're trying to sponsor a family member and they're already here and they overstayed, then it won't work. And that family member would not be able to get a green card by staying here. They'd have to first go back to their country. And once they go back and once they leave, then they're subject to this possible three or 10 year ban on returning. So, you know, you're really going to have a problem there. So those are a few things that I think are pretty exciting about this immigration bill. Um, a couple of other things. This one is really interesting. No more discrimination on religion. Now, what does that mean? Well, as you may recall, uh, President Trump issued the executive order to what we call the Muslim ban, right? Not allowing people to come here from certain countries where there we you know the uh, there was a predominantly muslim population in these countries so how was that even done well what this bill proposes is that it wants to limit the presidential power to issue these types of travel bans and make it so that the president would have to consult with congress and you know it would have to be really the least restrictive way to achieve a compelling government interest. So, you know, you can't just make an arbitrary arbitrary decision to limit a certain type of population from coming here legally. And this is people who have spouses here who are petitioning for their loved ones and their husbands and wives overseas. And just because they were from one of these countries, even though they were vetted and thoroughly vetted in all the other ways, they couldn't come here for years and years. So this um, type of, you know, no ban act would, I think, be something that would be really, really good for future limitations on the presidential power and make sure that Congress agrees that that might, you know, that would be the only way to prevent something that's detrimental for the United States. Another thing that is interesting is that U visas would be bumped up to allow, instead of 10,000 a year, you would have 30,000 a year that would be allowed to apply for U visas. 
Now, what is a U visa? A U visa is usually if you are a victim of a violent crime while in the United States and you are undocumented, so you don't have any legal status, we want you to come forward, right? We don't want you to just be afraid to go to the police because somebody hurt you or somebody tried to harm you or, or you know, whatever, rape you or, or steal from you and hurt you during that process. So we want people to come forward. And what the U visa does is it encourages people to come forward and report the crime because they would then possibly be rewarded by getting some type of protection and getting a legal status here that would eventually allow them to get a green card. But the problem with U visas is that if you were to report a U visa case now and get certified to proceed with it, you could be waiting over 10 years just to get your visa and eventually get your green card. So, and that's because they only issue 10,000 a year. So if that were increased from 10,000 a year to 30,000 a year, well, right away, the backlog would decrease dramatically. So that's really, really important. So as far as what's going to happen here, I don't really know. A lot of us in the immigration lawyer community are very excited about this bill, but a lot of us are also a bit skeptical because, you know, we feel like we've been through this before with other administrations who've promised things and then they don't come through. But on the other hand, we feel that the country is ready for this now. After everything we've been through with the previous administration, we do believe that there will definitely be some types of paths forward for the people that are here without any way to obtain any status at all. So we're excited about this. I'm excited about it. My clients are excited about it. And please stay in touch with me if you have any questions. Again, I'm Nadine Heights. And my law firm is Heights Immigration Law. You can give us a call at 561-290-0101. You can go on our website, which is www.heightsimmigrationlaw.com. And my last name, Heights, is spelled H-E-I-T-Z. So that's heightsimmigrationlaw.com. So check us out and hopefully we'll hear from you. If you need some help with anything, you can book a consultation and I'd be more than happy to talk to you about the Biden bill or anything else that may affect your status and your ability to live and work legally in the United States. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. For more information, go to heightsimmigrationlaw.com.